guys. Welcome on in. My name is Anna Haston Williams. I'm currently a junior at Stanford University in Birmingham, Alabama. I'm studying journalism and mass communications with a double concentration of PR and advertising. It's a mouthful, I know. <laughs> I'm from Destin, Florida. I'm really interested in faith. I love traveling. I love music. I love all things that a college girl 20 years old would enjoy. I think that I'm starting this up just to be able to share my voice and share my experience and my life occurrences with you guys and hopefully create a platform and environment where y'all are equally pouring so back into me. So I've been in Birmingham for about three years now. As I mentioned earlier, I'm from Destin, Florida. Not too bad. It's like a four-hour drive. There are some days I will say where I miss the beach. I love the fact that I got to say I grew up on the water. Uh, my playground was quite literally the Gulf. I mean, it's so fun. Right now we've had a bunch going on with hurricanes, and you know, I oh, <laughs> Ian down in South Florida, and I know people have referenced it and been asking if I'm okay, my family's okay. Really glad that they are, but thoughts and prayers go out to those that are experiencing this right about now. So I know I started this up to share my interests and my hobbies with you guys. I currently am really involved and really passionate about my faith. I think that's such a crazy story, and we all have different testimonies to share with the world. So that's our, <laughs> almost our, like, enjoyment, our story to share. That's our gift. There we go. Our gift to share with the world is all the things that make us so different and how God's given us such great interests and disinterests and likes and maybe not as popular of likes. I know I have some things that I love, and when I do love something, I go into it wholeheartedly, 120%, and maybe that's a bad thing, but it makes the enjoyment that much worthy. I currently, I know I'm going to be talking about traveling and places I've been, places I hope to go. I'm excited to bring guests on, to bring family members, to bring faculty, to bring other people that have made an important impact on my life and helped me in the journey of this past 20 years old. <laughs> oh man, help me in the journey of these past 20 years and I'm just excited to share and let y'all see. Okay, so I grew up in Destin, Florida. I went to Destin Elementary, Destin Middle School and high school around the age of 15. You don't have a high school, well, not until recently. Thanks guys, but I really had a story to share just getting to meet new people and getting that almost college-like experience at 15 years old. Like, you have a 20-minute drive. That was some of the best memories I have now, looking back on it, being with my sister and sharing that quality bonding time and getting to enjoy each other and see what all life is like, what all high school is like, having those moments away from our parents. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> but, yeah, she was a really big role in my life, and her friends made a huge impact we're close enough. She just graduated. She went to FSU and lives out in Texas now, so I know the long distance is hard, but thankfully we live in the era of social media, so it's really cool getting to see her life and reach out and stay close with her, even though we're still a couple hours apart. Um, I think there's definitely some events and some occurrences that happened in high school that shaped me more so into the person I am. And it was crazy. I was reaching out. I spoke to one of my advisors this past week saying how, oh, my goodness, like, this is so crazy. This event occurred. This was five years ago. This was six years ago. Everything pops up on our Snapchat memories. Like, you can't help but see the past. But the past isn't always bad. The past shapes you into who you are. And it's your choice and your way and your light in a way to see how to change that, what to take from it, what to learn, where to grow, and just the great things that will come out of it half minutes. Life doesn't always work like that, but we're going to try and see what all I can get. 
So yeah, after I was in high school, I loved it. I cheered all four years. It helped me meet some really cool people. I ended up meeting some of my best friends senior year. As life happens, we went through some hard things and drama, boys, girls, all the silliness. And I got to meet some really cool guys. They all played football. They are the most real people you'll ever meet. We're all on such different paths right now. And I think that's the best part, being able to reach out to them still. And when I come home, having that community and that part of me still with them. Uh, I came to Sanford kind of on a whim. Years ago, my grandma went here, and she's one of the coolest people I know. But I got to grow up hearing her stories, and I was like, wow, Grandma, that's so crazy. Like, there's no way I'd go to a school that small. There's no way I would have a chance to be involved in that many things. Like, okay, Grandma, you know how we all downplay um, the older people that are in our lives that have made impact. Whoa. <laughs> you know how we all downplay that one family member because we're like, oh, yeah, they just know everything. And I just knew that was my grandma. Like, she had a great time, but there's no way I'd want something just like that. Well, as you all know, the grand 2020 year of COVID rolls around February of that year I was like wow I still don't know where I want to go I was looking between torn almost between three options all for continuing my athletics and I was like well I could see myself here I could see myself doing that there where could you see yourself if you weren't still cheering though Anna Haston and that's a hard question to ask yourself at 18 years old like you don't really know what you want. You see all of your friends. I had people at home going to state schools. No disrespect. I love a good state school. But there's just some things that you don't know what you want until you're there. And it's like, wow, that's exactly what I needed. And it's kind of cool sitting here right now recording this podcast, being in my third year of school. There's so many cool people I've met in the past three years. There's so many different people. There's so many people of all walks of faith. Like, Going to a Christian school, this is never what I would have imagined. And I think that was another thing. In high school, it was so hard connecting and being able to find that community. I had a lot of great friends, and I had a lot of great friends that were Christians, but I never had that one community group, that one, say, core five people that were pulling me together and helping me to become something better because we were so young at the time. Like Nobody realized how important your faith is. And I think since coming here, It's helped me step out of that shell just a little bit and be able to share my light back to other people, back to the friends at home and be like, hey, you know, like, it's probably not going to be the easiest conversation and sometimes it's going to be a little uncomfortable, but no, let's have that talk. Let's think about the future. Let's talk about eternal life. Like, come on, we can't just be 14 years old or 15 playing in our houses, like having another random beach day. Let's actually have some conversations with substance and I have been able to do that and I'm really grateful that this school but not only the school the Lord's so to anyone new here you might not know yet (laughs) so to anyone new here you might not know yet I actually have a blog it's called Nani on the Go the name Nani is a family nickname that I've had for about 19 years now I have an older sister she was unable to say Anna Haston so at the time it was like Anna Na 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 Nani it stuck. We were so close in age growing up that all of her friends picked up on it. And then when we went to high school, all of my friends became her friends and vice versa. So they were like, oh, my gosh, like Anna Haston. And, of course, being from Florida, nobody really understood the double name concept. God bless my mom. My older sister's name is Mary Hannah, so she just wanted to have four names for two kids, I guess. But it was funny. No one ever wanted to say both names, so Nani just kept sticking and sticking and sticking, and eventually it caught on. I remember our principal at the time, he never even called me in a Haston. There was one circumstance where I got in trouble. We'll talk about that later. But I got pulled into the principal's office for something just so silly. 
And I knew I was in trouble because he sat me down. He was like, Anna Haston Williams. And I was like, "Uh oh, <laughs> what's going on here? And he was like, oh, you know it's bad because I didn't call you Nani when you walked in. Come on, let's chat, Anna Haston. So, yeah. And then I originally came to Sanford for athletics. That was a really great two years, and I'm grateful for all the people and encounters I got to have being up here. I don't think I would have come to a university such as this without athletics first. So that's such an awakening to be able to see that even though I'm not cheering anymore, it brought me so many great things in the times I was here. But our coach that they have and still have here at Sanford was from my hometown. And whenever I came to Sanford, I was like, okay, here's my chance. Here's my time. I'm going to introduce myself. It's Anna Haston. You're in the little conservative bell. Like everybody's going to get the double name. That's just too easy. Nope. First day of practice, I walk in the room. She goes, hey guys, look, it's Nani. And I was like, oh, <laughs> we're going to keep this one around for a while now. But I kind of like it. I think it's different. I think it's unique. It's one of the things you don't need to see your last name. You don't really need to know the context. You just know, oh, that's Nani when she walked in the room. So, you know, shout out to Mary Hannah. Thank you for giving me that nickname almost 20 years ago now. <laughs> so, as I mentioned before, one of my biggest passions, honestly, I've grown up my whole life. I've been a Christian. I knew what it was to love. Grew up with great parents, and I grew up in a Christian household. We did all the right things. As I mentioned earlier, high school got hard. We went through some life experiences and some real uncomfortable things, and I think that's kind of when I started to open my eyes and to turn towards faith, even when I wasn't that old. I was like 14, 15, 16, the awkward high school ages, and I realized there's got to be a life greater than this because there's no way life on earth is this because there's no way that with life on earth and the hard days and the uncomfortable days and the sad days and whatever feelings you may be feeling is what eternal life is like. And when I came to Sanford, the first year was still really hard because we had COVID. We had things not happening. I joined a sorority that wasn't as involved as I hoped for it to be. And I just kind of sat there and I was like, hey, God, like, what's going on? What am I supposed to see? Open my eyes, open my ears, open my arms. Let me feel you. Let me love you. Let me get to have what is made for me and I think that fall was something really hard that my sister and her friends and a bunch of people from my hometown went through they went through <laughs> restarting and I think that fall was something really hard for my sister and all of her friends to go through and being here in my first year of school I unfortunately had the passing of one of our best friends she was a really bright light and a really funny girl and a really sweet girl but People like her passing at a young age is just another reminder of like, hey, what are you going to do with another day that God's given you? And I think her story just goes to share and help me realize the joy in each and every day that not every day is going to be perfect and not every day is going to go as planned and not even parts of life, honestly. You can schedule it to the exact minute, but that's the great thing. We don't have control. Only our Lord and Savior does. So going off of that... I think God's given us all lots of great things, lots of cool things, lots of fun things. You sit here and you talk about, say, three qualities you like about yourself. For me, I know I'm really freaking weird. Like, I think that's cool. I love how weird I am. So then that's something that, like, somebody could call me weird. And okay, cool, thanks, you know? I think I'm an outgoing person, so I like how... I don't really get uncomfortable or I'm not scared to talk to somebody new. I think you don't know what each person's going through until you open that door to talk to them. So 
even if it's something as simple as, hey, how are you? Or you open the door. Or somebody in your class was needing, this was early in the week, they needed an extra face mask. Okay, take mine. Like Just random, simple, good deeds can help you get to know a person better. And I think that there's some people, they would have hated everything I just said. They would have been, oh, my gosh, I don't want to be weird. Oh, my gosh, I'm not going to share something that I have. That's mine, me, me, me. What the heck? Why are you telling me to open a door? I'm not going to do that. I'm running late to class. And that's okay. You don't need to quite literally mimic or copy everything that I'm doing. We're all figuring out life, and no one knows the answer. But at the same time, like, it's okay. You need to be different. So then touching off of that, actually, it's funny. Sitting here making this assignment, my professor assigned it to us a while ago. He's really trying to encourage us and let us step out and figure out the world on our own, which is a cool thing to do and be able to have it while you still have somebody watching over you and helping you. I love that about Stanford. Stanford has the most intentional teachers, faculty, advisors, staff, anything you name it right here on campus than anybody you'll ever meet. Maybe that's because I went to a public school in high school. Maybe that's because... I was one of the masses, but the environment and nurturing and care and genuine happiness that you see from your professors, from your advisor, from somebody looking over you when you succeed, it's almost like a parent. Like, you don't feel that anywhere else. So I think something that was stressing me out earlier this week was the sense of how am I going to do this? What am I supposed to do? What is there to talk about? Trying to pinpoint it, make everything so perfect, but nobody's perfect. And tying it back into religion, we went to my church that I go to up here. It's Auburn Community Church. They have a satellite campus based out of Birmingham. Y'all, what I tell you has grown in the past year. It's insane. Like God is beautiful. He was definitely there. He was in the room. And I think if you can just find yourself in that moment of silence, in that moment of peace, everybody sees it and feels it differently. For me, I love being outside. I love sometimes going up to the view. It's a lookout spot up here in Birmingham. And you get to see the whole city. You get to see the world. But just to sit and take that time and feel his presence, that's when he truly speaks to you. So yesterday, I was still thinking about school. I had a lot of distractions on my mind. I wasn't quite sure. I was thinking about things I had to do after. Before I know it, I feel him. I feel him there in that room. And the pastor had said something that my advisor told me just 48 hours before, how I was worried about school. I was worried about this. I was trying so hard to live a perfect... I know I want to talk about traveling and where I went and things I saw this summer so y'all stay patient with me I'm pulling up notes from this summer in the blog that I have a little I had the chance to go with my mom and sister to Europe we had never traveled over there before so it was cool seeing all the different culture and all the fun things to come from it <sighs> so I'm looking at it right now actually I have it pulled up and I called it a once-in-a-lifetime trip but lately I felt like the past year of my life Every occurrence, every event that's happened has been, open quotation, once in a lifetime. Like, this lifetime, you only get one of it. So let's make it something great. Let's do something cool with it. Whatever you love, go make sure you're spending time doing that. There's things you don't like. Okay, don't do it, you know? And it's funny. I made my friends. We started off the school year about a month ago, and we were sitting in my apartment. I said, okay. I've taken the time, I've thought about it, I really like have searched, have felt it, have wanted it to be the right thing to find a word of the school year. And I actually learned this, oh man. I made my friends pick out a word of the school year. And I actually learned this from my Bible study leader back home. Her name's Karen, she's really cool. She'll be on here eventually, don't worry y'all. 
But she was just saying how each year you have to start off the new year, January rolls around, you pick a word that you think the Lord has provided you with. And the word of the year is uncompromisable, actually. And we have so much to share. Oh, man. Sitting here in September, like, since I picked that word in January, that was definitely the right word. But I started, okay, we're going to do something new. We're going to switch it up this school year. And being that school started a month ago, I decided my word of the year is going to be love. And I let all my other friends pick other words. And I'm really excited to share that with you all as well. But love for me is just making sure you're spending the right time doing the things that you enjoy being with the people that make you happy going somewhere to make someone else happy like you don't necessarily have to be all the places every day you can take time for yourself you can sit back you can rest you can take a nap you can go on that walk that I can think of countless activities that make me happy and probably would make you happy as well and I think just need to remember this year that love is something that is so magical and it's shared with such a lucky person. So if you have the opportunity to share it with all of your girlfriends, share it with some best friends. If you still have family that's alive, share it with them. Give them a call today. Like, love can be whatever you want it to be. So let's not try to focus and make it so worried about the things that aren't loving you back. Let's just really sit here and think, okay, what do I love? What do I enjoy? What makes me feel... Actually, I had the chance to go to a concert recently. It was at one of our local venues, Avondale Brewery, down in like Lakeview-ish. Correct me if I'm wrong. Sorry, guys. Birmingham area. It's really cool. They have a great setup. They always have the most random artists, but I love it because I listen to all types of music. And this was about, well, I don't want to lie to y'all now. We'll say around middle of August, right when school started up, I had my big go with me and one of our best friends. And it was fun because I was going to see Oliver Tree. And if you don't know who that is, he's almost on the alternative pop, indie. He has a lot of vibes, a lot of genres, but he's so cool. And I was fortunate enough to see him this summer down at Hangout Fest in Orange Beach, Alabama. So I was like, oh my gosh, called up my big immediately. And I was like, girl, he's coming. He's going to be in Birmingham. Like we have to go. Without hesitation, she came because she's very similar to me and we both just love the adventure. But as we got there, I saw the t-shirt booth and I was like, oh my gosh, let's go get a sweatshirt, a hoodie, a something. Like I have to have his merchandise. He's so freaking cool. As we're waiting, I see that the other person, I had Googled before, backstory y'all, that little hoodie was on tour with him. If you don't know that is, Chase Hudson, TikTok star. Not really as much of a person worth the hype as I'm giving him, but his music is incredible. Like as much as you want to talk negatively about it, you can't because it's so different and it's just really unique to his style. So as we're standing there in line, I see Chase Hudson. As we're standing there online, I see Lil Huddy merchandise. I looked at my bag and I said, there's no way he's opening tonight. So then I proceeded to look at the lady that was selling merchandise and everything else behind the counter and said, um, excuse me, ma'am, do you happen to know who the opening act is? She looks at me and she goes, yeah, it's some TikTok famous star, Chase Hudson, before she could even get it out of her mouth. I interrupted her, and I was like, no way. Little Huddy, that's insane. So, yeah, I got to see him, and then it was just a lot of different vibes. I love going to that venue because there's always so many different people coming in to watch. Like, my big and I, we were definitely fitting the Sanford College stereotype, cute little preppy girls dressed far too overdressed, if I'm being honest, for the event. And there was a bunch of people very chill, down-to-earth vibes. You could tell that they go to concerts a lot, which is really cool. I got to meet 
somebody from UAB while we were standing there talking. I saw a couple and their little child. They were saying how he starts elementary school the next morning. And it was just, that's the thing about music is that it helps you feel the type of feelings and express yourself in a way that words can't. And sometimes I sit here, it's probably the journalism brain of me. And I'm like, oh, trying so hard to get a word out, to get a thought out, focusing to make sure it has all the perfect punctuation and commas and whatnot when I'm speaking. But music, you don't have to do that. Music, you just sit there and you feel it. And it quite literally captivates everything you're thinking, you're feeling, you're going through. Recently, I've been listening to all types of music. I love all genres. I hope to one day go into the music industry because of how excited it makes me. And it's fun. I get to see all my friends here in school. We all have our different passions. My best friends in nursing school, actually, they had their white coat ceremony last week. And if you don't know what that is, it's a huge deal. And it was really cool to be there to celebrate and help them just be proud of all the accomplishments they've made and how far they've made it. But I don't think God gave me the love for nursing, the passion that they have, simply because I love music. I love traveling. Like We all have our different ways of being a servant to the Lord and hopefully starting up our own discipleship one day. And I think mine potentially is somewhere that's not where everybody gets reached, brought to, if that makes any sense. <laughs> but I think the biggest thing is that I'm going to focus on why my faith and the events that have turned me to being here um, why Sanford? Y'all don't even know that on the deepest level yet. But really, why God? But yeah, I'm going to talk about traveling. I'm going to talk about my family, my friends, my faith, and all things great to come from it. And to close y'all off with this today, I do want to mention I had a really close relationship. Talk about my grandpa. He was a positive, uplifting, and encouraging person. And I just have a lot of memories that I still hold on to him, even from my childhood. And one of the things he would constantly reference to my sister and I, keep in mind, we were really young. I'll round up and say eight and like 10, 10 and 12 of the oldest. Yeah. He would sit there and have very intellectual, deep conversations. And I don't know if you remember you at the age of eight to 10, but you were probably playing on the playground, eating dino chicken nuggets, waiting for that Uncrustable. Yeah. All great things. But to sit there and have that intellectual of a conversation with somebody that much older than you, it took a lot of patience. It took a lot of skill. Like, he was so loving and so calm and played all the games, like red light, green light. We would have tag. He taught me hopscotch. I think I beat him. But, yeah, he was, like, trying to teach me chess at one point. I never was able to sit still long enough, so sorry about that one, Robo. But he would always teach my sister and I how it's okay, and there's going to be negative things. There's going to be sad things. There's going to be scary things. There's going to be the real things of life that happen. And you need to know that happiness is a choice. And at eight years old, I sat there and I was like, happiness is a choice? I don't really get that. And I had a Happy Meal from McDonald's. I remember it like it was yesterday. And he sat down with me and he was like, no, look at this box. It's smiley. Happiness is a choice. And I was like, his name was Graham Bell, but we called him Robo. And I was like, Robo, I'm not sure that I'm understanding this. Can you explain? And he was like, yeah, like, whatever happens in life, you're going to have the turmoil. You're going to have the hard parts. You're going to have the gut-riching things. You're going to have the tears. Like, I want you to know you can come to me, but at the same time, happiness is a choice. So, yeah, I've kind of lived off that and let that become my motto for the past almost year since I started up the blog because people realize that, yeah, there's going to be things that we don't want, but, you know, Happiness is a choice. So thanks for listening, y'all. And I can't wait to have you back on next.
next week.